Okay. You Ife, you were, you were, uh, my, uh, second, my cigarette, my cigarette's gone, so is the wisdom. No, what I was saying is that, uh, as a fifth grader, uh, um, you were describing the stepping system in Germany. Yeah, well, well it, it wasn't like a German school, they went to the DOD schools, but basically, we were assigned, like, when you're a talented, you get, I don't know, they got these classes now where they build buildings for and all this, that, and the other, but, yeah. and, you know, in elementary school, if you were identified as talented and gifted, you know, however many days out of the week, I can't remember, you were called out of class for maybe like, you know, two, two and a half hours, you know, all of the, you know, kids that were, you know, in your grade or whatever, and you were taken to another room with another teacher and y'all did other shit. And, you know, whatever time it was that they got you, it was coordinated, you know, to where, like, I mean, it, it just worked seamlessly. So, also, one of the things that we would do besides, I don't know, what would you get, you know, called yeah, extra work, more challenging work, whatever, I don't know what the fuck you're doing in the classes, I mean, yeah. you pass the time faster, you know, for me, because, you know, I, I, I eat academic challenges up like that. That was, you know, my release. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the thing that, to this day, you know, like it really resonates in me as a, as a person and any type of, you know, like, you know, relationship with humanity and understanding is that, because I used to be an avid reader as well, is that <laughs> we, you know, the, the kids and, you know, like the, you know, fourth, fifth grades, we would, we would go to the first graders classroom and we would take our chair <laughs> from our classroom, you know, and we would go, because they were all sitting in the you know, little one-arm chair, you know, like, the, you know, the little desk. And we would go there during their reading time, and we would sit there, and we would read the books with them. So each first grader had their own tutor right there during class mm. to read the entire book with them. Yeah. To go word by word, put, you know what I'm saying, to correct them to know this, you know, sounding out what, like, that, and I, I mean, and like, mind you, I was a, a child, and I was like, I was fucking amazing at what I was doing in the, in the foresight, you know what yeah. I'm saying, that these people had, you know, to, to, because I thought, like, especially, you know what I'm saying, after I got older, because I said, I have, this is, Something that's just real big to to me. Yeah, I think it gets lost in that. What each one, teach one type of thing is cliche. Yeah. But because I was actually, you know, a, a part of it at such a young age, and maybe had imprinted the way it was because of the things that I, you know, had gone through as a child, whatever. But each one, teach one. I, I feel no, that it no, should but be. No, but let me just finish. This. I know I've been talking okay. on me, but the the thing is because I part I partook at, at such a, a young age. And I, I just I can't stress enough what it's like to the, the the benefit of having somebody sit there with you with undivided attention in a language very similar to yours. Because when a grown person sits next to a child in the first grade and tries to read a book with them. Yeah. Word by word by word. I'm just saying it's rough.
But when a, we've a, all experienced it. But when a, a, a older child, and mind you, you know, we, you know, we were good readers. We were talented, and gifted. When an older child is given that type of responsibility, and you know, it's something that they're actually able to do and succeed in. Now, mind you, we weren't teaching them how to read. They knew the words, suppose, but you know how it is when you first start reading guide. to make sure that they didn't skip, that they, you know, because they're again, they could read, but come on, let's keep it real. You're going to leave a, a six year old, the average six year old that's, you know, learning to read by themselves Tension with a book. Yeah, or they just may skip over, look at the picture. So this is, you know, this is, I'm talking about we putting fingers on every word with these kids. <laughs> To, and, and so then they can't, like, we're not letting it go. And they know, you know what I'm saying, because they, they do know how to read. They don't let it go. It's a total success mission. Yeah. On top of, it instills the idea of the beginning of each one, teach one. But what I was getting to was saying about the language, the frustration level is not there. That's there when it's an adult trying to sit there and read a word and go syllable by syllable and sound out. Children have much, 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 much patience More to do that, that yeah. with other kids Children, that are a couple. Adult with a yes, child. and so um, it's I've noticed that same you know like sort of phenomenal success when you have a school that's you know K through twelve in the same building and you have you know. The younger kids walking by the older kid, you know, some Hogwarts type yeah. shit. It's just there's a, a sense of community and looking after the little kids, like you know, it's now, just depressing to think about. Now I got two things came up during that. I would say three or four because when I, I was finna say it, did you? I know my long winded ass, my bad. No, but you you made some more shit pop up. But two things came up right right off like implicitly when you said you used to be an avid reader. Um, I feel that I, I feel that way about society. We used to be avid readers, I mean, like, as a whole. Uh, we've gone away from that, uh, and then the each one teach one. It's a good idea, but I feel ideas are meant to evolve. They, you know, it's it's meant to spark something. And now after you've done that, you know, so that's a good idea, a cultural stepping point of black power, and you know, I have a dream. These are ideas that evolve, you know. This is something that Dr. King himself touched on in many speeches. These, these are just the foundation. These are just the stepping stones. This is a start. You know, you, you've been. You, I you, hate that I have to assume that I know which Dr. King that you're talking about. <laughs> I just had to put that in. A, okay, I mean, like, I, you know, it would, I'm going to play crazy and make you, you know, specify, like, it's Black History Month, you know, five motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? So I just. Hate that I knew who the fuck he was talking about, which you not having to, you know, get more in tune. Okay, but I'm back. Okay. My heart hurts. I understand, but the, it's the foundation. Civil rights, they start off, you know, just, just, just let us be civil. Now, I think our foundation should move towards sovereign rights. Okay, first of all, civil rights is the oxymoron. Mm, mm. Oh, hallelujah! And that had me so stuck. And then you said something else after that. And Sovereign like, rights. Oh well, and I think like you know that could be better on some unalienable rights. Mm. 
Because, I mean, ultimately, we all have equal rights to be no, here. No, you, Do you know what unalienable rights mean when they wrote that shit in the Constitution? What unalienable rights mean? You know what that means? For what, what? How do they define that? No, I'm asking, it's not how they, it's that, what is an unalienable right? Mine, mine says unalienable, which means it can't be made unknown to me. And so, an unalienable right is a right that you cannot be like separated from, taken from. Yeah, you. that's so why I said it was given to you by God. That's what I'm saying. It's a God-given right. That's when I, when I look at it, so it, it it cannot be unknown to me. It can't. So you know, it can't be. I can't be made to unknow it. So you can't take something from me. It's there. Breathe Only in. because you said it, though. That's the oh, power of words. Yeah. You cannot assume that if you had to just put rights or had to put unalienable rights, that somebody is going to, you know, like, it's a given. So at the point that you have to tell a motherfucker that, you know what I'm saying, it I must got not. unalienable rights, <laughs> it must the battle be. is lost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It like, must not be that important. No, it's not that. That's like, you know, why would you have to, I mean, tell a motherfucker that you have the right, you know what I'm saying, to do what God gives you to do. It should be known. No, I'm not saying that. Whoa. But I'm just saying. What are you saying? Because I'm I'm not saying this, this free brain to do anything that, you know, that you want. But at the same time, do creatures and animals make war on each other for resources? Absolutely. But at the minute that you find yourself having to speak of unalienable rights, much less write them down, I'd be done killed your ass. Because that's where you got, you know what I'm saying, you got lost whoever you messing with. You ever read any uh, Alistair Crowley's writings? I never heard of him. Um, mesmerist, demonist. Of course I wouldn't have read any of his stuff. You know I don't. That's into that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not one of them people like, oh my God, goes against God. I'm just, you know, I'm not fascinated with outer space at all. Yeah, but you, what you said is not do. What you said was what what you were saying just now, basically uproots what he was saying, which was do without wilt shall be the whole of the law. Okay, I could halfway kind of like see that, but the thing is. We're talking about God-given. So there's a difference between killing and murdering. Definitely. So what you're talking about is the God-given right. Yes. And you're saying without it, it's one thing. With it, it's another. And then you always have those that are confused to say, they say it's the same thing. It doesn't matter. you know. And then, God forbid, you start the people putting animals into it. But I digress. The bottom line is, for all of the flower we talk, most people have a poor grasp of the language that they use. I'm not even going to say that most people speak English, you know, poorly. I'm just going to say this, of, the, of the words that people use in their own life. Yeah. Most of them, you know what I'm saying, don't have a, a concept or a grasp. I posted it on uh, Facebook the other day and the feds were all a uh, Twitter with it that uh, the bourgeois and bougie I said I can't remember I said it was something about 
I'm cool with bourgeois ladies and bougie bitches, even if they don't know the difference between the two. And oh my God, the feds just jumped all over that one. It was it was great. Girl Scouts didn't say much though. So of all the things that somebody could probably you know call me, you know like and bother me. I mean like I mean this is, I mean really because I can't be bothered. If you call me, I'm gonna be bothered. So it don't matter, you know what you call me. You yeah. Know In fact, if you call me, I'm bothered. But um, <laughs> period. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> this whole bitch shit, like here again, it was a problem before you were called a bitch, a cunt, or whatever the fuck it was that you called fighting words. Yeah. So at that point, that you like, oh. That's the straw, that's the this, you know, let's step outside ourselves. You know, you've transitioned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, then there's no pulling back, you know. I mean it it's I'm I'm not gonna go with that oh, it ain't what you you know, what is Tyler Perry like to say, it ain't which uh ain't what they call you is what you answer to. Mm mm. mean? I don't know, I just I ain't really got it in me to answer to nobody. The you call know, of the my, wild. But my kids, you know. I was just about to say that. I was about to say the call of the wild, my kids. I don't even answer that behind being a mother sometimes. So <laughs> that's not a given. I got a shit, but goddamn chaos. <laughs> mm -mm, you don't know how many times my kids have made me lose my appetite. Mm. Eat? What eat? Mm. We no no eat. Look, y'all got me digressing in thought. Say that's, you, know, that's, that's, you ever feel that they drive you to uh, dumbness? I don't want to say retardedness. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? My children are some of the smartest and meanest people I know. You know. So kids anything, can be that way. Sometimes they get too smart for their own good. It's, um, here's the thing. I've given my kids... You know the the tools to hold me accountable. Mm. How so? By always being willing to explain myself and my actions, no matter what. We're mm. always, you know, encouraging them to call me. Anything that's uh counter to a lot of Negro parent thinking. Well, you know, I, you I don't, I'm not, you know, trying to control my kids, and so much as I'm trying to 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 guide them, give them tools they yeah. need in life. So. And being focused on that and having them focus on that, I don't have a lot of the behavior problems that undisciplined and unfocused people have that choose to become parents. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. So what you're saying is that there are a lot of mentally challenged parents out here. No, not <laughs> mentally challenged. I'm saying emotionally challenged. I'm, 
I think that because of the history of this country, the idea of um, children of the diaspora is still going on. So we got to get them. This is these like if you want to put it in biblical terms, these are, these are the generations that wait a Moses minute. You was just waiting to die out. You just hit me with a word that I don't know. Uh, diaspora. What is what is this? Break this down. Um, aspiration. Hold on. Oh, aspire a spirit. Uh, wispy. Oh, uh, almost ethereal. So, children of the void, children from another world. Yeah, close. I don't know why I just said because I'm not gonna work that hard. Just for practical purposes, <laughs> I'm gonna say the lost ones. Ah, okay. That's what you know. Saying you know the the whole transatlantic whatever slave trade and you know the uh, the 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 many generations of Africans and blacks uh, that were unaccounted that they're lost at death or, you know like kind of being unaccounted for the um, a way of describing the lack of knowledge the reason that Thomas Jefferson could describe black people as the mules of the human race mm-hmm. you know it's a half-ass identifier of like I said the, the lost, the ones that were in the transition. Oh, I like it. I'm saying that that's, they talk more about the the African diaspora as though it's over with just mm-hmm. because the oral tradition and the, you know, the tribal culture and all of that Man, was lost. You know, there's still more that's a part. It's not, the, the, the cycle hasn't finished. Do you crack a farm cold? Hmm. I got it. I'm gonna eat some. Um, that ought to be good and spicy. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be real spicy. It's been uh, mulling for that day. Yeah, I was really being nice. I'm saying that shit ought to be good and nasty, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but you forget it's alcohol, it's disinfected. So, we're gonna see. Uh, I remember that. Like it was yesterday. He was like, you're not going to work that hard. And I was. it was crazy because I love digging through the words like that. It was like a workout that made, you know, anything that makes, produces endorphins is good. Or, you know, pro- makes you feel good. I don't know what those are. Those are <laughs> words too. <laughs> but the, what the fuck is mitochondria? I don't know what the hell mitochondria is. But that's what they say plants are full of. All I'm saying is that I don't have a need going around naming shit that I can't see besides a bad spirit and all. That motherfucker ain't gonna have a name. There's just gonna be a bad spirit. Mm. I'm not running around here, you know, worrying about what the name of a virus or bacteria, you know. And that's, you know, one way being black is serves a purpose. Black people just. Well, um, not now, but we used to stay away from nasty folks. Whatever nasty meant, but you know what I'm saying? We knew upon sight, you know what I'm saying? I was I was thinking about... No difference between syphilis and uh, pneumonia, and, you know, head cold. Just stay away from nasty motherfuckers down there. Whatever they got, 
you know, you just likes, you know what I'm saying? Just, so pretty much staying with your own kind of people that do what you do, you can keep most plays at bay. You start playing away games, visiting motherfuckers and shit, and into doing something, you know, all hell breaks loose. You're so, not going to eat them, but have them over for dinner. So separate. No, that ain't what I said. Oh. I was talking about, you know, chronological order. I mean, my take on it is like that. If you're not going to eat them, what happened to them? Ooh, that sounds provocative. No, it doesn't. <laughs> sounds horrible. <laughs> sounds like that Liam Neeson shit. If you, oh, poor Liam. Man, I, that I is, ain't go that far, you know what I'm saying? I feel bad for the old Taken, man. He going to get his man, but... Um, they trying to slam this movie. Now, now, ain't nobody finna go see the movie now. You got me fucked up. I'm going to see it. <laughs> um, damn, he just, you know, he just said what, you know, he thought in a moment of weakness. Like, ain't nobody never had one of them before. And instead of, you know, acknowledging them, people acting crazy and shit. You know, it's not like if he had got caught, you know what I'm saying, on some shit like he had actually done it. Yeah. You still be wanting to apologize and shit. He can't even tell you, you know what I'm saying, about the human reaction that he had, yeah. you know, a, a lapse in judgment without, you know, you want to put him on the cross. So Kevin Hart get slammed on some repeat shit. Who was that? <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny. That oh that, no 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 I'm not no, I'm saying like I, I have like and I have I have like I have band <laughs> memory that you know that doesn't kick in to like five seven. And I'm saying they done wrong quickly. Like, no, I'm just saying like you know once you start asking me you know, about me and this under five seven, like they don't rightly register off top you know? <laughs> because of my height. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm not in. You know, I, I tend to overlook. I'm not a cigarette. Man. You give oh, a nigga yeah. with Napoleon complex a nightmare, you say. They they come to that motherfucker just pissed off. Cause they have to look up at you forever, just craning their neck. See <laughs> my homeboy the same fucking way. This oh oh my goodness. We have to remember. That's why people can't meet when they talk that shit on the chat line. You know, and they're like, oh, how tall are you? And you say, oh, I'm 6'3". Nah, I'm a motherfucker 5'2". Got to be like, for real? Well, you know, he don't want to go super ridiculous. So he's like, well, like, I'm 6'1". Like, that's, that's you know, that's tall enough. What is it they like to say? We're all the same size when we're laying down. 